Hello all, welcome back to the Soul Prosper podcast. This is Marissa McCrory, um, the founder of Soul Prosper. I am super excited to be sharing with y'all today. As you know, this podcast is super informal. It is mostly recorded on my earbuds with my phone (laughs) through this awesome app. And you will hear background noise, so prepare for that. But anyway, I want to jump right in. We're ending 2019. We're ending a decade. Today is the day before New Year's Eve, where we launch into 2020. And I just can't believe it. Um, Think about it. I have my 20-year high school reunion this year. 20 years. Back then, I thought people my age were, like, just so old. And now that I'm here at 37, I feel like I'm just getting started. And it's such a beautiful thing. So I want to leave this year, this last podcast of the year, on a note that um, if you follow me on Instagram, you would have seen I posted about this last night. It's about this feeling about what 2019 was for you, what it was for me and so many people I know. And um, I feel like it's really a direct word right from the heart of God. And I hope that it helps you and encourages you to go into this new year um, with a proper perspective if 2019 like wasn't the year you thought it would be. So um, I wanted to start off with saying that some of you, uh, myself included in some ways, but I've like shifted, I've, I've processed all of this and now shifted into moving forward and now see um, this past year for what it was. And it was so much about cultivating and excavating. And I feel like so many of you, even people I know, um, feel like you went backwards in 2019 or felt like felt like 2019 was somewhat of a disappointment because maybe you didn't hit goals or maybe you felt stuck maybe you experienced really hard things maybe you had horrible things happen and you experienced a lot of pain um I want you to know that it's okay and that so much of what happened in 2019 if you experience any of those things that it was about excavating the ground it was about cultivating the ground to prepare it to be its most fertile and most strong and um, a few years back God gave me this analogy of like what it's like to be a new believer or maybe even like a rededicated believer in a new healthy church which is my experience um so like you you give your life to jesus and you think wow like everything's going to change and my life is going to get better and it does let me tell you that in jesus we have the most abundant and rich hope and joy because now we have everlasting life and the promises that are in the word for us for this life but what happens is that God has some things to get rid of and the thing is he's a gentleman you have to invite um, Jesus into your life right you have to make that decision for yourself he gave us free will um, he also waits for you to ask for him to make you new so if you do that he is going to do that (laughs) I want you to know and a lot of us invite him in to like make our lives better 
but a lot of us don't expect him to um, do some things that actually hurt more than the original pain that was there. Some of us um, expect him to like throw a band-aid on it and kiss our boo-boo and send us on our way. But that's not a good parent. Um, that's not the heart of God. If, if And when you ask him into your heart and you ask him to make you new, you ask him to shift things in your life, he's going to do it from the inside out because how your soul, the condition of your soul is how you view and perceive everything around you. It's how, it's the flow. Just let, everything about God is about flow from his heart to ours. You know, when we give, we receive. There has to be uh, something put out to flow back in. You have to create space. Hopefully that makes sense. There's, there's a rhythm and a cadence and a flow to our relationship with God. And I believe that it's the same flow with relationships with people too. But when we want to shift our life down to the very core of who we are, he starts there. He doesn't start with changing circumstances. He starts with changing us. And so you, we invite him in. He wants to go to all the parts of your soul, of your heart. He wants to go to the basement and the attic and the secret places and the sinful places and the ugly places and the hurting places. He wants to cover them all and he wants to shift them all for our good. He wants to make them healthy and whole. He wants to take our brokenness and, and heal it. He wants us to be fortified and strong so that when he does fill us, when he does bless us, that it will be from the proper perspective and that we will flow outwards towards others, that we will be um, strong to not only handle the things in our life and to do the things we are called to do, but to also be a beacon for other people, to be that salt and light to the world. And brokenness, selfishness, all of the negative parts of humanity do not attract the world to us. That's why we need to be transformed and, and healed and made whole. When we go through that process, it is not in vain, y'all. And it's not just for ourselves. Like, you will get the benefits of it. Trust me, you will be blessed by being remade. And, but also, so will everybody else who gets to know you and do life with you. So I want to encourage you that um, when you ask him, he's going to do it. But it's not going to be easy. And so maybe you had a year like that. If you think about it, before you knew God, you had built some sort of life. You had habits um, you had thought processes and if you want to take those things and imagine like an old brick building from the early 1900s you had built this building this is your life which is your soul and so God comes in Jesus comes in and you ask him into that building you ask him into your life he with a loving hand 
Um, He wants to not only have a beautiful brick building, but he wants you to have a skyscraper with LED lights. He wants you to be that beacon. He wants you to be strong and fortified to be able to build a huge, gigantic, beautiful life. Don't get me wrong. I love old buildings. I love old brick buildings. But for the analogy, I just need you to go with me on this and realize that having the brand new skyscraper that can reach the heavens with LED lights, with spotlights, with that is clean and strong and no storm can beat it down. In order for that skyscraper to be completely fortified and strong and have uh, be able to withstand storms, withstand earthquakes, withstand wind and waves. He's going to have to knock that old building to the ground. I don't know if you've ever seen this, but like if somebody buys an old, the site for that there's an old building on and they don't want the building, they're going to build something new. What do they do? They completely demolish it. A lot of times they will Um, use dynamite and blow it up like just blow it up and then they don't stop there they dig down into the ground to build a new foundation so I know a lot of you have experienced this you're like you either made a decision for Jesus recently or maybe you rededicated your life because you found a really awesome new healthy community of believers and you're like I want a new life. I want all of the good things that the Bible promises me. And it almost feels like you go backwards before you go forwards. And it's this discrepancy that we have to deal with with Jesus. We don't have to deal with it. We need to um, address it and realize it, that this is happening in our souls, in our spirits, um, because it's for the good. It's for the greater good. It's for building that foundation of an amazing life. So some of you are feeling that pain of demolition. So I want you to know you're not alone. You are not alone. And this is God doing his thing. Maybe he got rid of people that you were doing life with and that hurt. Maybe he totally changed your living situation. Maybe uh, your business failed. Maybe you lost your job. Maybe there was like some really intense pruning out of habits. All of that stuff is for our refining, for us to become better, for us to, for him to be able to work on us to build the skyscraper of a life. So I just want you to know you're not alone and it's okay to be a little like uh, salty with God. Like, what the heck, God? (laughs) I thought you were coming in to like make my life better and more awesome and to help me prosper. And, you know, I want a new house and I'm going to take ground and I'm going to start this business and I'm going to become a leader and yes all those things all those things those are all things that like having things and doing things are not the same as just being no and love for who you are and so i want you to know that like getting that foundation built on our identity of whose we are 
and who we are in Christ has nothing to do, it's separate from the things we have and the things we do. But so many of us want things and want to do things and set goals around that. But we never get to that like, that foundational revelation of knowing that God loves us simply because we're his children. So I feel like part of that demolition for a lot of us is actually him getting rid of idols or other um, places that we've placed our identity. And that is like such a word for this season. Friend, if you went through this past year and you are feeling like somebody blew up your building and then started digging down in your dirt, maybe that's exactly where you're supposed to be. Maybe maybe God is doing a brand new thing. But when he makes all things new, he's not going to build on top of your rickety old building that was falling apart. Why would you do that? No good contractor would do that. No good architect would do that. And he's the best. He's the best architect, contractor, and father there ever has been or ever will be. And the key to walking through this process is simply trusting him. How much do you actually trust him? Do you really, really trust that he's good? Because if you don't, it will make this process a lot more painful. And you likely will get off the potter's wheel before he's done. And then you'll be like a lopsided bull. (laughs) And I'm making light of it. But I want you to know that the key to making it through a cultivating and excavating season is trusting him with your whole heart and staying until he until the work is complete and trusting that and then I think you'll know because he'll open up new doors for you to like step off the wheel he'll start building he'll start opening doors of opportunity when you truly have that connection where you trust him to be good all the time no matter what then I feel like you'll trust yourself enough, too. That's another key. That when you fully trust him to be good, you trust yourself, too. A lot of you don't trust yourself. He trusts you with you. And that seems like just kind of an odd statement. But think about it. We are created in his image. So if we don't trust him, we don't trust ourselves. And... God entrusted who you are to you because he knew that you would be able to handle it. That you were the exact right person to have that gift or talent, to have that beauty, to have that mind, to have that gift of strategy. Whatever it is, he gave it to you and he entrusted it to you. It is a gift and it it comes with authority and blessing, but also responsibility. And you are the only person can, who can do that thing the way you do. And there's a reason he created it that way. So with that, I hope I can bring that all together for you here in the next 
few minutes that if this year was painful and just like you felt stuck, like you weren't, you weren't moving forward. You were in process. It's okay. That's a good thing. Part of going through that process will be you finally getting to the point where you trust God to be good no matter what. Pray for that revelation to sink in into your soul, into your spirit, into your mind, into your heart. And say it out loud if you have to. Repetitively. Every day. I trust God and I know he's good and he loves me. And get that as the foundation of your relationship with God. And let go of the whys. Let go of wanting to know why did this happen. Some of those things we're just never going to know on this side of heaven. And we need to be okay with that. But trusting him and getting to a place where you know that he trusts you because you trust him makes you an unstoppable force to go do the thing that only you can do. So I'm believing that you're going to get that revelation and that as you get it, you're going to have peace. You're going to have boldness. You're going to have unbreakable joy and hope because you know that no matter what you face, you can, you can take it on because you trust God to be good and he is the one you turn to for your strength and that he trusts you to take on the battle. But also, he's already gone before you and won the victory. It, but it also involves us taking steps and fighting some of our own battles on a daily basis. So I want to encourage you, friend, to maybe even, maybe you're still in the process as the new year kicks off. That's okay. Don't feel rushed by the people around you, setting all these goals, doing the things. The best thing you can do is stay on that potter's wheel to let God do the excavating and cultivating work that will eventually be the site of an amazing skyscraper of a life and also the site of an abundant pasture or an abundant um, farm that produces fruit and food for everybody around you and for yourself to sustain the beautiful life you're meant to have because God came so that we could have life and life more abundantly but we can't have an abundant life when we are hurting, when, we're, when we have ugly things on the inside of us, when we don't trust God. Like, that is not the life that Jesus died for us to have. It will mean some process, and that's okay. So, I'm believing that 2020 is going to be a shift. It is going to be the year that you finally... Get to the point in your relationship with God as a believer where you trust he's good no matter what, no matter what, no matter what. It is just a truth in your spirit. And it's unshakable. You have to, you have to believe, you have to decide to trust that idea, that truth. You have to decide to just trust it. 
and that nobody can do that for you. You have to get to that place where you trust him and where you trust him to handle you with care. But just like any good parent, you don't let your kids run out into traffic. When your kid makes a bad decision and they get hurt, you comfort them, yes. But then you take the time to teach them why the pain happened. You take the time to teach around pain so that they make better decisions moving forward. But then you also help heal their boo-boos. So I want you to know that God is a good father and he's going to do it even better than we can as um, earthly parents here. But I know that there's something good coming for you. I want you to trust that. I want you to believe in that. And I'm going to pray for you. If you need any other specific insight on this thought, um, I would love to speak to you. You can always contact me directly um, on Instagram. It's at soulprosper, S-O-U-L-P-R-O-S-P-E-R. Also on Facebook uh, um, on the same name. So I'm going to pray over you and declare that... um, that pruning, that you let that pruning take complete shape and you don't get off before he's done and that you invite him into every part of your life, even the dark and ugly places and let him do his thing. I'm going to pray over you. Thank you, Lord God, for every beautiful person listening to this. I pray that your spirit would be wrapped around these words and that they would get the revelation once and for all that you love them and not in a way that humans love which is imperfect but the way that you love that you are good all the time no matter what it doesn't matter what the circumstance is it doesn't matter what it looks like around us in the physical I pray right now that whoever's listening to this would get the revelation in their spirit that you are good that they can trust you with their whole life and that you trust them as your child. I pray that anybody who is in process right now, who's on the potter's wheel, who is going through an excavation, that they trust you, that they cling to you, that they lean back into your arms and that it doesn't drive them away. It doesn't make them get off the wheel um, before you're done. Laura, do your perfect work in the timing that you need to let them completely trust in you in every way shape and form in this season and I declare blessing over them peace over them right now in the name of Jesus peace that surpasses all understanding thank you Holy Spirit for filling them and for guiding them through this season thank you that they would not be um obsessed with answers but that you would bring clarity and a new vision for 2020 new vision of what their life could be with you at the wheel that yes you give us dreams and visions for our life but that ultimately we would live we would be able to trust you enough to pray prayers lord your will be done We love you, Lord God. We bless you and honor you. And I bless 
every person listening to this right now in Jesus' name. Bring them peace. Bring them joy and all the fruit of the Spirit. Lord God, your word says that in Christ you always lead us in triumph. And I declare that every person listening is going to triumph in their own personal way. And that will look different for each and every person, Lord. But I declare victory through this process. And that it ends with trusting you at the very core of who they are. Thank you, Lord, for all you did in 2019, even for the hard times of growing and pruning, Lord. I thank you for those for myself. And I pray that everybody listening does the same, can get to a place where they thank you for it. And they also recognize that that a lot of it wasn't from you. That there was, to have the correct vision of where some of the hardship came from, from the enemy, because he is definitely a part of the equation. But the good thing is, is we already have, you. Jesus already won the victory against him. And we don't have to live in a place where we fear him. But we do need to recognize where the battle is coming from. So let us also discern that. Let us know when it's you and when it's not and when we need to fight. So right now I declare 2020 will be a year of supernatural increase and blessing because we get this revelation of trusting you in every way. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, thank y'all. I am so grateful for each and every person who I get to spend this time with. Um, I am thankful for you, and I know that God has something unique and beautiful for each and every one of you. So be encouraged today to trust him, to lean back into his arms and not run from the process. Have an awesome day and go into 2020 trusting him with all your heart.